the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. 1220 KDOW presents Rob Black and Your Money. Your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finance, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's business leader, 1220 KDOW. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. The dollar hasn't been at these highs since 2003. Great time to book a trip to Europe if you're into booking trips to Europe. You'll get more bang for your buck. Post-election rally showed... It's been a show, hasn't it? It's been like... Um... The Federal Reserve took a little bit of the air out of the big show yesterday. Um, the Fed surprised the market with a dot plot that suggested things three rate hikes will be likely in 2017 versus two rate hikes that it thought would be likely at the time of the September FOMC meeting. It's worthy of note that the Federal Reserve thought last year at this time that they were going to raise rates four times in 2016. They raised them one time. So the markets thought we were going to get two rate hikes in 2017. The Fed is saying three. Uh, 2016, the market won. 2017, we'll see if the Fed is able to push through. The market doesn't really seem to be that stressed out right now. We know that there's going to be a lot of money coming into the economy. We know that a lot of debt's going to be issued to make a lot of things happen. Uh, according to what the Trump plan looks like, and we'll see. You know, does he have the power of Congress to pull it through? He's got a lot. There's a lot there. Fed Chairman Janet Yellen yesterday conceded that the Fed isn't making any big judgments yet on the stimulus that Donald Trump might be introducing and or not. Um... If he does introduce stimulus, it could create a little more inflation, and maybe the Federal Reserve says, look, three rate hikes, not enough. Maybe we do need to do four, five, or six. Um, in the past, the Fed Reserve has caused a lot of recessions in the world, uh, in large part because they raised too fast. Now, we're at microscopic levels. We're at incredibly low levels on interest rates. So it's going to have a more of a profound effect 
stock market that clearly thinks fiscal stimulus will lead to stronger growth has gotten a little discombobulated by the idea that the Fed's going to be behind the curve with its monetary policy and maybe forced to play catch-up with more rate hikes. Um, so now we're starting to think, okay, the Federal Reserve, they've, they've got it under control for the world that Obama created. Will they have it, will they have to play catch-up to where Donald Trump wants to take things? So the 10-year Treasury note surged to 2.64% overnight. It's come back a little bit today. Dollar is at a 14-year high. That's pretty stunning. That's going to hurt big international companies, companies that do a lot of business in overseas markets. So if you know, just from that statement, do you want to change your allocation? Do you want to get a little more diversification in your 401k into small caps and mid caps who aren't going to suffer as much with monetary exchanges? Forex. Uh, Foreign exchange uh, deal? I don't know. Depends on what, you know where you are in your portfolio. The dollar strength is commanding a lot of attention right now. Um, a lot of angst that it's going to affect uh, U.S. multinationals and repayment burden by emerging markets who borrow money, but also the repayment burden by the United States uh, when the Federal Reserve has lowered the cost of money down to almost nothing. And even after raising it yesterday, it's still cheap. That's when you should be loading up on debt. When debt's expensive, that's when you should be going, no, 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 no. For instance, just to give you a quick easy, when I was in college, I had a chance to take out a student debt, student loan, for 40000 I only needed thirty, but they offered me forty, And it was, I wasn't going to have to pay it back until I finished college. And it was going to be paid back at 3%. Or I could, you know, get into credit card issues and, you know, pay at a much higher interest rate, potentially. So, same thing. When money's cheap, that's when you should be using it. Uh, That's not advice for everyone. Because Lord knows I have conversations with people that I do radio and television with off the air. That, you know, things go something along the line of... uh, the housing crisis and people who lost their homes. I'm like, I don't think a lot of smart people lost their homes. I think a lot of greedy people lost their homes. And you can't really say that on radio or television without coming across as a jerk. Um, but it, a lot of people borrowed money that shouldn't have been borrowing money. And a lot of people signed on the dotted line. And a lot of people sold people paper to sign on the dotted line. Uh, that shouldn't. I mean, a lot of people do have to point fingers at. Uh, the housing crisis of 2006... Uh, I'm going to blame most of it on Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac that they were approving loans that shouldn't have been approved. Uh, Bottom line is, I don't care who is issuing the loan, the lender, the mortgage broker, or the person who's signing it, you know, the schlub who wants $600,000 for a house that's gone from two hundred dollars to six hundred dollars in three years, and like, hey, I think it's going to go to seven hundred. dollars better buy now. Uh, I still put blame on Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac for saying, okay, here's the money, guys. Um, something should have been, and again, they were told by Congress. That's one of the bad problems about, you know, who, who butters your bread. So the Philadelphia Fed Index for December was much stronger than expected. That's a plus. The New York Empire Manufacturing Index for December was much stronger than expected. The initial jobless claims decreased by 4,000 to 254,000, below 300,000 for 93 straight weeks. That's a plus. 
The current account deficit for the third quarter decreased to $113 billion from a revised $118 billion in the second quarter. All the data is pretty positive, economically speaking, today. Um, so the data points on the economy is it's improving, and the reality that the Fed's rate hike was indeed warranted. What the Fed just did in 2016, not registering this morning as being noteworthy to what they're going to do in 2017, much, much more attention is going to be paid there. Um, you know, it's kind of odd. I don't know you're going to say you're just too soon. But people are treating Alan Thicke like he was some sort of national treasure. Like, he didn't get that kind of love when he was live. Uh, it's funny how death will make you a national treasure quickly. So, what do we have here? Um, yesterday there was a, a tech summit. And a lot of people came out of that meeting, and the media, you know, instantly took flashbulbs and pictures, and they're like, why is Trump's kids here? Are they part of the economic team? I don't think so. Um, why, are they, why are his kids there? And a lot of people are, like, a little taken back by that. Jeff Bezos came out and said that it was productive. Um, you know, it's going to be interesting to watch Trump walk back from basically pointing a finger at Tim Cook and Jeff Bezos saying, you know, I see a big tech company, so I see you. I got you uh, in my eyes, in my sights, to now he wants to work with them. And I think you're going to find that he's much more friendly to tech companies. And tech companies are only up 3% since the election, underperforming most of the market and most sectors out there. Um, so you're going to, you know, look for some value there at this point in time as the year winds up. Uh, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Even at the tech meeting, it was interesting to see how many women were on the side of Trump. Uh, so that in pictures you could see very uh, diverse, a lot of diversity. Uh, photo opportunity, for sure. Well-crafted photo opportunity, for sure. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, more. Find me at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. But you're moving so carefully, let's start living dangerously. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. There's a company called Activision Blizzard. They make the game Call of Duty. An analyst today is cutting their expectations for Activision Blizzard based on poor sales of Calls of Duty. Calls of or Call of Duty is a series of video games. It's violent war games. I think it's I think it spanned World War II and modern warfare and you know, even future warfare. I haven't played it in like ten years, but it's been around for a long time. Point being is, 
Uh, it's a franchise that's starting to maybe they've milked it. Um, with that out there, know that Wall Street's all about product. Tiger Woods signed a multi-year deal with Bridgestone Golf because last time he was playing golf at a competitive level, Nike was his sponsor. But they've since said, you know, that product's not doing great for us, so we're going to discontinue it. Wall Street's all about product. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Let's bring in CFP Chad Burton and talk a little financial planning. Joining me now, CFP Chad Burton. You can find him at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. One of my favorite ways to save, one of my favorite ways to get rich is maxing out the 401k or the 403b or the 457. Chad, tell us a little bit about what these products are. Well, it's, it's, it's a way that, I mean, you can save after-tax dollars that grow tax-free now or pre-tax dollars that grow tax-deferred. And so, because there's a regular 401k and there's a Roth 401k, we can, we can kind of get into later, but the idea of, of pre-tax savings, let's go with that because there's a lot of scams, in my opinion, out there, especially on radio or people even see it on public broadcasting and think it's a good idea just because they bought some time, but, People talking about the 401k is bad, you know, instead buy this life insurance indexed, you know, fund or something like that, or basically ways to sell you product or annuities or life insurance or whatever it may be. But look, if you got a dollar, if you put the dollar into the 401k, the entire dollar goes to work. So your tax money stays in your 401k and compounds for you. If you take that dollar home, you might only have somewhere between, you know, 80 and 60 cents, depending on your tax bracket, to invest in something else. So maxing out your 401k is is very important. Now, um, you know, there used to be a lot of really bad 401k plans, and there still are. There's still some companies that have their plans stuck in what's called group annuities or really bad investments because they haven't kind of changed with the times. If that's the case, you need to get educated. You need to figure out what is in your 401k before you start complaining about the performance. You need to say, what am I invested in? What are my options? What are the fees? Now each year they're supposed to give you your annual fees. Um, in in writing and say this is what you're paying and if it's if it's a bad deal you can go to the uh, uh, your your HR and you know complain um, in a, in a good way not yeah. not in a way to get you fired but in a good way and say hey there's some better options out here and part of it is you have to get educated first before you can complain and if you've left the company it's almost always a good idea to roll over a 401k. And we can go any angle, Rob. We can talk about how to roll it over or when is it not a good idea to roll over because that's really kind of two topics that we should hit on at some point. Okay. Um, let's talk a little bit about it right now. Um, okay. I, I like the 401k. We've got that established. We kind of know what the positives are of it. Um, people should compare them. But when should you roll them over or not roll them over when you leave a company? Well, uh, let's, let's talk about when you don't roll them over okay. um, because – there's there's kind of few times when you don't want to roll them over. Um, one reason is if you are retiring early, let's say you're 55 or older, and you've decided to retire early, you've saved a lot of money. Well, if you're 55 and older in a 401k plan, you can access your money without that 10% penalty. If you roll it into an IRA, you have to wait till you're 59 and a half. So sometimes in early retirement, you might not do the rollover. Another time is if you're in these older plans that you get a lot of company stock uh, in the form of a match inside your plan, mm-hmm. there is something called nut unrealized appreciation, that's NUA, and it's a way that you can actually get the stock out into a normal account, pay 
very low taxes on the basis and then qualify for a lower tax rate on the gains and then separate your other funds. And it, it, it's kind of a whole other topic, but it's something that you have to look at your plan and say, oh, I do have my company stock inside my plan. I shouldn't be so quick to roll it over. I need to research this NUA net realizing appreciation. Um, the other reason, too, is that why you might not roll it all over. If if you're close to retirement and you're trying to look for places to store safe money, that I always talk about, the three years worth of portfolio uh-huh. draws and safe, safe money, sure. some 401ks have really good stable value funds where they earn a higher rate of safe return, much higher than CDs are paying right now. Other than that, Rob, roll them over. If you've left your job or you've left several jobs, um, you know, you have the, the options to open up one IRA and consolidate all your old 401ks and IRA into that IRA. Or you could roll it into your existing 401k at work if it's a really good one. And, you know, if, if the, the person that's got like a whole bunch of 401ks that don't add up to a whole heck of a lot of money, in other words, they couldn't, couldn't qualify for professional management. Yeah. It's usually best to consolidate it all into the existing 401k if it's a good one. But if you want some outside management, you want some help, um, it's pretty easy to actually get them all rolled over and consolidated into one IRA. What you do is you pick a place to do the IRA, you open up the IRA account, and you start calling your old 401Ks, and they either actually process the rollover over the phone, they send you a check, or they send you the forms to get it done. Take some time, but it's not that difficult. Thanks very much. That's CFP Chad Burton talking 401Ks. You can find him online at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. Don't forget, we have a big webinar coming up next week. It's going to be Wednesday from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. You can sign up for it at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. It's free. Um, space is limited to the first 500, and I know we're starting to get close down to the last 100. So sign up now at newfocusfinancial.com. 2016, there was a lot of winners, and there was a lot of losers. I think it's fair to say that one of the big losers of the year had to be lithium-ion batteries made by Samsung. The defects led schools to ban them, airplanes to stop them um, from coming in. Hoverboards had to be recalled because of the lithium-ion battery pack. When a plane would crash over the ocean, people would say, I wonder if it was a lithium-ion pack in the uh, luggage um, and or in the storage bins. Like You're like, really? Um, I think 2016 is going to be a year where we start thinking back to the fake news and the abuse of fake news on social media. I got to the point where I just started unfriending people in mass on Facebook because everyone was posting this candidate, that candidate, this candidate, that candidate, and it just got to me annoying. Um, to you know, hey, Bill Clinton smoked, you know, crack cocaine. I'm like, I don't think that's the truth. And uh, but look, it's here on this website. Virtual assistants were real big in 2016. The Alexa. Um, Amazon's Echo, uh, very, very popular, big gift this year. So virtual reality is starting to become a l- one step closer to mainstream. We had a big fight about encryption with the FBI and your phone. A lot, a lot going on in 2016. What's 2017 going to look like? Stay with me, and we'll get through it together. Find me at robblackshow.com.
Black Now. 800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. You know, one more thing that I could think of about 2016, which I think kind of started getting bigger and bigger, is streaming video on Facebook or on other sites, um, whether it be Twitter with Periscope, but that was a door that started to crack open and it's going to be pushed open this year. With that said, 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. No ticket giveaways today. I went through about a week straight of those and uh, got a little burned out, but hopefully we'll get something for you uh, early next year. Don't forget it is the holiday season, and the holiday season for me is all about memories and being with people you love. Don't hang out with people you don't love. Don't hang out with people that don't love you create positive memories that are stress-free. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Initial jobless claims held well below 300,000 for a 93rd straight week. Any number under 350 to 400 is considered good. This is 93 straight weeks of good. Now, that doesn't mean that job creation is always good. This is just how many people are being unemployed. Let go. Um... It doesn't mean wages are great. It just means that part of the formula is good and sets up for it to be kind of a triple header. Um, the Fed's key rate target should could quadruple to 3% in a year. This according to Dennis Gartman. Now, Dennis Gartman is a guy with a mouth. And there are many men with mouths. And many men with mouths that will say many things. And some are right, some are wrong. That's the beauty of the end of the year. You get a lot of this stuff. But he thinks rates are going to move fast, which I think would have a very negative impact on housing prices. So maybe not rents, but housing prices. Federal Reserve has increased interest rates for a second time in a decade after yesterday. We've learned over the past 40 years that once the Fed begins the process of tightening monetary policy, it shall take the overnight Fed funds rate so much higher than almost anyone wants to imagine, is what Gartman said. Now, I don't think we'll be at 3% by the end of next year, but let's call that the extreme. We'll call that like the highest case scenario. Right now, we're at about 50 basis points. So how do we go from 50 basis points to 3 We'll have to be patient and see if he's right or wrong. You'd have to have a lot of positive economic news happen for that to play out. But if you believe, like I said earlier in the show, that the Federal Reserve may be behind, may be on track for Obama's economy, but behind for a big debt increase borrowing and a big spending plan. So if rates go to 3%, that means your mortgage is going to go, 30 year mortgages are going to go to 5%, if not a little bit higher. And that will impact the value of your home. Your home is beautiful bricks and woods and mortar and all that good stuff, but how much you pay per square foot is based on how much people could borrow to buy your square foot. So, and you could buy a lot less with higher interest rates. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Let's bring in Tony Mendez, talk a little real estate now that I've brought the topic up. Joining me now, Tony Mendez, BayAreaLoanSource.com. A 58-story skyscraper in San Francisco is sinking, and now the city is suing its developers. But in the news story, it was pretty cool. They had two residents 
put a marble on their floor and push it. So they're pushing the marble. They're giving it a little bit of inertia, right? So it's moving straight. And then it stops and it starts rolling right back at them. That is not a good thing if you're living 58 floors above ground level. But it is pretty damn entertaining to think that someone messed up pretty darn big with this one. Uh, the Millennium Tower, if you don't know about it, you should check it out on it. It's a residential skyscraper. Hunter Pence lives there from your San Francisco Giants. And basically, it's a really expensive building that at some point in time, I think they're going to have to bring it down. Residents are angry because the property values are plummeting. The building could sink over 30 inches when all is said and done. Is that a problem? I don't know. Um, but that means a lot of things are going to crack and break. So when you're dealing with steel and you're dealing with concrete, cracking and breaking is not a good thing. So the uh, city is suing the developers. Tony Mendez, BayAreaLoansource.com. Morning. We don't get a lot of great stories like that. It's a fun one. Yeah. So. Well, not for the residents or people near them, but... I drive up and down on a one four times a week, um, and the amount of construction that's going on still. I've seen two hotels pop up from from shovel to finish in less than 90 days. One just outside Palo Alto, one's just outside San Mateo. Yeah, they're everywhere. Um, multifamily, uh, it's probably not a hotel. It's probably condos or apartments. It's been leading the way of new construction here in the United States and, and you know places like the Bay Area because that's where the money is for the, for the developers and the owners. Uh, San Francisco, in fact, has grown significantly in new construction, uh, and the rents have actually come down. I, I think you saw that story the other day, 7.9% year over year for one unit. There's just too much inventory right now hitting the market um, to keep the, the, that pace of growth uh, going for San Francisco. And it's going to happen around the Bay Area. San, San Jose lost a little bit. Um, one place, though, that's growing is Oakland. Oakland seeing good year-over-year growth, um, as expected. You know, the East Bay is really, I think, an untapped um, source of housing uh, or inexpensive housing or less expensive housing, let me put it that way. So um, no surprise that that's the kind of building that we're seeing all around the Bay Area. I'm with you. So do you think it uh, – I'm not going to say do you think it ends bad because I think that's cliche, but it feels – like we're at peak construction. I'm trying to follow your train of thought here. Um, I don't think I think we're doing what we can with the amount of land that we have. I think that there could there's a I mean you look at a place like where we are right now in Fremont, you can go down the road and you can see big open lots. There's still a lot of room to 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 build. Uh, I think that People want to be near mass transit. That's the one thing. You know, we, the other story that came out this week is mega commutes. The Bay Area is leading the nation in mega commutes over, over 90 minutes a day uh, for a commuter. That's insane, and a lot of people don't want that, so they're looking for convenience. And I think that's where we're why we're seeing so much of the urban type of revitalization as opposed to the sprawl that that could naturally happen in a bigger you know city with well, better transit. People don't want to live in Tracy or Stockton. That's what yeah, they're, but they're doing it. Um, what's interesting is in my community, and this is why I'm feeling peak, is you're seeing deals on rent. You know, um, sign a lease now, we'll give you three months free. Sign a lease now, we'll give you extra storage space. Um, and then there's also the roads are already congested more so in the cities than they are on 101. And it, it's they're putting up just massive construction after massive construction. There's a cute little train station in my hometown. And it's got they got the cutest little breakfast uh, uh, restaurant inside of it, and they're gonna 
basically tear it down, take out both parking lots, and put up a mall on both sides of the train station. Um, and there goes the cuteness. And then they're doing. There used to be a, like a place called Foodville, that was like a 1940s supermarket that has since gone and turned kind of into a luxury supermarket a couple blocks away. They're tearing that down and they're putting up luxury condos. Um, and they, they're kind of the luxury condos that are in the city. Um, it, we're not putting in a movie theater there, but we're putting in a movie theater down the block. Like, there's just going to be no space and the traffic is just going to get worse and people are. Fr- That's why I'm feeling a peakness to it. It's almost as if we need to pause and like reset our infrastructure. There's, there's like. They don't know where people are going to go to high school. In, we're in a pause right now, and that's just, you can just see that with low inventory. Um, and a lot of people fear that because of the low inventory, that's the reason why home prices are going up and vice versa. And you look at – I look at numbers, and the numbers that I'm seeing is that we've we've hit a peak – here in the Bay Area, as far as the median home price, back in 2007 it was 665. We're over 712,000 right now. Depending on who you ask, it could be even higher in the 770s. Um, with that said, you start looking at some of the down payments that people need to buy the median price home in the Bay Area, and uh, and using a non-jumbo loan, meaning you want to use Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac conforming loans or FHA. Uh, and stay out of that jumbo territory where you need the 20% down or more, that already hits our peak, Rob. Uh, I think 795 is is the max for 10% down on um, with, uh, with a second loan on a, with a 625 first. So you start adding up the numbers. We're really pushing our maximums, and, and people are going to start getting fed up about this, the, the commute. So what's the next step? And that's to just keep revitalizing and keep growing with in the inner city. And we're going to see the more congestion. It's going to get worse. Anyway, that's Tony Mendez. You can find him at BayAreaLoanSource.com. That's BayAreaLoanSource.com. Trump yesterday held a confab, so to speak. The meeting between President-elect Donald Trump and the nation's tech elite was hyped to something out of The Apprentice, where you were afraid he was going to say you're fired to some of the minions as they sat around. Turned out to be kind of a charm offensive. Um, He said things like, there's nobody like you in the world. In the world, there's nobody like the people in this room. Anything that the government can do to help this go along... We're going to be there for you. Call me. He didn't say call me maybe. Call me baby. Call me maybe. Um, call me baby. Call me maybe. Um, but I think he, it was very conciliatory. Uh, and you are seeing companies like IBM say they're going to create jobs in the U.S. Ooh. I would say step in the right direction, whether you like the guy or dislike the guy. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show. Don't forget, got a big webinar coming up next week. You can find out more about that. It's free Wednesday evening. Sign up at robblackshow.com. Your retirement needs a plan, but it can be hard to know how to even begin. By keeping your focus on just a few essential issues, you can increase your chances of enjoying a secure future. Step one, sign up for the free webinar, 10 Pillars of Retirement Income, hosted by New Focus Financial. It's Wednesday, December 21st, starting at 7 p.m. And during this hour-long webinar, you'll learn from certified financial planner Chad Burton how you can reduce risk with diversification. He'll give you tax reduction strategies and estate planning tips and let you know which bond alternatives and retirement products make sense in today's low interest rate environment. You'll learn how to rebalance your portfolio in retirement and create a tax-efficient distribution plan. And you'll get tips on portfolio structuring, asset allocation, and more. 
Again, this is a free webinar, 7 p.m. Wednesday, December 21st, for about an hour. Go to newfocusfinancial.com to register now and take the first step towards a secure future. That's newfocusfinancial.com. Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back in. Big shoe. California ordered Uber to halt. It's San Francisco driverless cars, um, unless they take out a $150 permit to allow for it. Uber, on their part, said, we don't have to do that. We've got someone behind the wheel the whole time. Seems kind of silly. Homebuilder sentiment spiked seven points. Trump has... The home builders feeling romantic and fantastic. Call it the Trump rally in home building, not stocks, but the sentiment. A monthly reading of home builder confidence spiked seven points in December, its first measure done after the presidential election, the National Association of Home Builders. Um, index for sentiment rose to 70. That's the highest level since July 2005. 50 is the line between positive and negative, so. We haven't jumped this much in one month in 20 years. So, so home builders feeling good. Home builders can build homes. <coughs> um, is this the last hoorah? Um, yes or no? It's a really good question. Um, interest rates have started to move a little bit. If they start to pick up some momentum, I would think. Uh, you're going to see lower prices in housing, but then again, you're also going to see higher interest rates. It is a damnation game. What else is out there today as far as the big story? Uh, the Federal Reserve raised interest rates yesterday. They basically see an economy that's moving well. And that means some of your non-mortgage loans are going to start seeing a little bit higher payments because you know, they're adjustable based on prime loan rate. But you also your credit card's probably going to be the most obvious one. Christmas travel. It's Christmas time in the city. Ringling. Hear them sing. Christmas time travel is supposed to hit a record. A record. Um, 103 million Americans on the move for the year end. It's a lot, right? Uh, there's ways to make it better. Now is the time to prep for that because you still have a couple more weeks. Um, and a couple of things that you can do is download, download the airline app. I find that very helpful. So if you're flying Southwest, get the Southwest app. Check the time it's leaving. Check the time it's arriving. Um, try to do what you can. 
to stay on top of things. Holiday crowds can trigger long airport lines. A lot of airports have multiple entrances to security. And like Phoenix does, Portland does. So maybe not SFO. Maybe they do. I've never actually stopped and looked. I don't think they do. Um, but try to figure out if, uh, for instance, in Portland, they've got one security entrance that's kind of off the beaten track. That it's still, it's, it's maybe a little bit longer walk to your gate, but not much. And I'd rather be walking than standing, right? So do what you can. Invest in a priority pass. United has as little as $15 per flight for services that let you go to the head of the line, so whether it be special check-in or security lines, which are often faster, or early boarding. Um, come up with a plan B. Figure out what your ideal situation would be, or at least your worst alternative, if your regular flight is disrupted, and figure it out. Nintendo is releasing Super Mario Run in high-stakes moment for the Japanese company. Now, Nintendo's stock has rocked and it's rolled and it's done great because we all knew that Nintendo has decided to open up um, a lot of their classic games to the iPhone. So, new game today. It's free. Not quite. Not so fast, Mr. Tricky. Um, <clears throat> what I mean by that is it's going to cost you something like $7 or $8 to download the whole game. So, $9.99. So Super Mario Run is being released globally, and you might remember Nintendo had a massive home run with Pokemon. So Super Mario Run is expected to hit 71 million worldwide gross revenue during its first month. Now that's less than half achieved by Pokemon Go. <coughs> but for those moms and dads who are nostalgic, and uh, I once dated a girl who was so into... Uh, Tetris. She was a little crazy about Tetris. Like little loco. So, you know, now she's got two kids. Is she going to be when Tetris comes out? Kids, 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 come here. I want to show you this game I used to play hours. I'm crazy. So nostalgia is crazy like that. You know what I mean? Oh, you're, you're crazy like that because we did it for Pokemon Go. So there's a nostalgia factor. And what's interesting about that is... Um, the kids are going to be bored out of their mind. They're going to be like, where, where are the graphics? Why are we building this wall out of bricks? Um, they want to be super thrilled. Super Mario Run might be able to pull it off because I think iPhone games are okay. Um, but Nintendo's going to have to continue to release more of their characters. So they also are coming out with another console. And if the mobile games do well, there could be a halo effect with the console business. So, on the hunt for a Hatchimal, Toys R Us is getting a load of them this weekend. They'll be in their store Sunday, so go at 4 a.m., 5 a.m. They're going to start selling them at 6 a.m. It's $20 more expensive than the suggested retail price, but it's a lot lower than what's going for on eBay. So, they're gouging. Um... And some people on, like, social media are selling them for, you know, double. And they're like, hey, I don't care. Are you all sell them to you. No problem. If you're empty-handed and your kids are begging for it, I got your Hatchimal. I got your Hatchimal right here. I don't even know what that means, but I probably just embarrassed my family. You can find me at robblackshow.com, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.